0: The Appetite Show. The Appetite Show. A rainy Saturday morning or no let's make it a lovely Saturday morning it's time for breakfast but you don't really know what you want well I have an idea what about a nice sandwich There are so many options of ingredients what to put on a sandwich however to make this easier Let's go to a market and find out what we can get there to put together this ideal piece of breakfast.
1: Hello, I'm Breach. I run the honest-to-goodness market in Dublin Industrial Estate on uh, every Saturday.
0: At the market, I was greeted by Breach Carter. So where exactly is this place?
1: We're in the middle of an industrial estate on the Phippsburgh to Finglas Main Road which leads to the N2. And essentially you take a turn opposite Glasnevin Cemetery into the industrial estate, follow the road in and take a right-hand turn. And there we are on your right-hand side.
0: Bridge was so kind and gave us a tour around the market.
1: So our first stall that we come to here Um, is run by Rosie and Martin O'Sullivan. Their uh, farm is called Spring Cottage Farm and they're based in County Westmeath. They grow an awful lot of their own produce which is very seasonal and then they also supplement with uh, the kinds of fruits and vegetables that everybody wants to be able to buy but that in Ireland is not always possible to grow because of our conditions so you'll see a fabulous range um, of fresh fruit and fresh vegetables and if you're not here by half nine in the morning um, the the best of them are already in people's shopping baskets on their way home (laughs) then as we move up into the main market area you can hear the buzz still going around here this is a Lilliput um, trading company as you can see they have a great range of Mediterranean uh, style produce but actually the vast majority of all the dips and everything are all produced here in in in, in, uh, in Dublin in Dublin 7 down off Arbor Hill so the next stall we come to is actually one that's run by ourselves here in honest to goodness and the whole idea behind this area is that you can buy the things that you would otherwise have to go to a market and to a supermarket so our strategy is we want people to be able to fully replace their weekly grocery shopping trip by actually buying everything and having it available here. So you'll see things like tins of tomatoes, which you wouldn't really expect to see at a farmers market, but most people use tins of tomatoes, so instead of having to come here and then also do a shopping, in a supermarket, we actually fill all those little gaps that uh, people can do a proper shop if you're into your food. So you can see we do interesting products which are all gone at this stage, but um, unpasteurized milk, there's a massive demand for that these days. Comes in on a Friday afternoon, gone by one o'clock on a Saturday. Uh, then we do a full range of Irish cheeses. Um, our wines of course which are all imported by ourselves Uh, so you get really really um, eclectic range of wines because column who does all the wine purchasing is into unusual areas and interesting wine varieties and all the rest of it so you know and very knowledgeable as well so you can hear everything there is to know about the wines. just here beside us here we have our own paleo stall so joanne is nutritionist and she started uh, her business a few months ago and all of the stuff is dairy free gluten free high protein really really good for keeping those hunger pangs at bay Uh, and it's doing really really well so we're we're delighted with that and then on top of all that we actually have a fully vegan stall so phil um, owns shoots and roots uh, one of our most popular stalls with um, vegetarian and vegans and carnivores as well because the quality of what's there is superb really really good he has uh, lovely spicing and all the foods and I mean I love my meat I love my dairy I love my cheeses and yet I buy stuff from Phil every week on our right here then we have a uh, taste with gusto um, Franco brings in the products directly from Julia in this southern the heel of Italy is probably the best way to describe it very popular product, really really great um, things to have in your fridge if you need to spice up uh, you know your your pasta or whatever he has something to fit everybody's taste profile on the other side again we have Felix with good good crop company Everything in the stall is organic, it's all all the healthy nuts, dried fruits, lentils, beans, granola, um, he even has fresh walnuts at the moment which are absolutely delicious. Jim has a farm outside Kells, in a place called a tiny little village called Ballenloch. Um has uh, his own free-range lamb, which most lamb is I suppose, but from his own farm, so you know exactly where it's coming from, and his own beef. Um, also does quite a lot of pork very recently um, started with uh, uh, free-range pork it's a new a new venture for them and it's going extremely well they're they're delighted with the response both here and they also do um, some wholesale of that product as well so we're moving into the noisy area of the market now we have a corner of madness that happens around this time every Saturday so I have to speak a little bit louder over that Um, fish is a local company called Donegan's uh, a family-run business fish is really really fresh lovely range they'll get in any fish that you want if you want a special fish um, for the weekend they're very happy to uh, to source it and to bring it in from lobster to full monk tails whatever it is that is your your area of interest another one of our new stalls Sherbakes. um beautiful beautiful moist cakes cantuccini biscuits some gluten-free some actually not going down a treat with the customers here really really love them you can buy them by the slice or you can buy a whole one if you're feeling extravagant and the most lovely flavors Egla is really really good on her flavors next along then we have janet's sushi and janet's dumplings you see so many people around the place here. She's got very distinctive bags that the dumplings are put into. And then the people are eating them as they're having their breakfast nearly, you know? And she's really good sushi as well. Very, very uh, fresh. She makes it all herself. Um, but I think the dumplings are becoming her signature, her total signature dish. So our other meat counter here, Peter and Susan, and they run the whole hogs Beautiful products, absolutely gorgeous. The one thing, as Peter and I have spoken about before, is best cooked slowly. The the pork is the most amazing pork, but because the animals are truly free range, they actually need to be cooked slowly and for a long time. Um, Peter and Susan also have award-winning sausages, uh, salamis, what am I missing out? And also in the winter time, a lot of game. So they'll, they'll get in any sort of game that you want, from pheasant to rabbit, wild rabbit. We've had wild venison for the last few weeks, which has been absolutely fantastic. One, I think my favorite product that the guys have, apart from the Toulousan sausages, which I adore, are the hams. The stall here is the Purple Pantry, and they make all their own jams and relishes and all the rest of that. Young, for the most part, there are there are some, some more wise heads around as well <laughs> but they make all this stuff themselves here then we have club and catering and they do a fantastic array of I suppose if you say pastry based products and you can see there they do a big range of savory and then they do a big range of, of sweet stuff as well next door then is the Aaron bakery And the guys in Aaron probably, if you're into your breads in Dublin, they need no introduction because they're one of the original sourdough bakeries that kind of brought sourdough to its popularity in in Dublin and in Ireland. They do a fantastic array. Fantastic array of different breads, and again you can see they do a little bit of sweet, but it 's that Eastern European lovely mix of spices and cream cheese and stuff like that through it that is not familiar to the Irish palate at least wasn 't until he brought it to us uh, behind us here we have granola which, so even is with us her first day today um, and hoping to be here on a regular basis, so we haven 't too far to go now at this stage, guys. On your right now is probably one of the biggest stalls in the market, in there. which is um, a local, non-organic but fantastic quality, Hi, Jim, fantastic quality uh, vegetable and fruit products. So if it's available in season locally, that's what they're going to source. So the guys source the best they can within the affordable range. And then we've got both ends of the cupboard. We have a lot of local vegetables and we also have organic vegetables. So our last stall at this end of things is our flower stall, which of course maybe we should have started with. But Julie and husband Vincent and the family grow everything in Ireland. They grow everything on their farm in County Lao, a place called Tover in County Lao. It's all seasonal, when it's gone, it's gone. But what you will get is fantastic quality uh, flowers. They do a small range of herbs as well, which are always great. And in the summertime, they do a full range. You can see a few plants outside, but they do a massive range of the most beautiful, beautiful plants. Okay. So as you can see the market is kind of split across two buildings which are buildings that we renovated about six years ago from having been abandoned for several years before that um, so what we decided to do is make one area the main food area and then the other side we set up a cafe but also over time we've developed quite a lot of uh, craft stalls so we've about about 40 crafters who rotate each week, so we have six or seven every Saturday, and then we have a really nice, very family-orientated cafe. Um, the cafe is run by McMahons of Botanic Avenue, who have um, their own cafe on the other side of Glasnevin, near the Pyramid Church. So everything they make in-house, they make down to the pickles, they actually make themselves. Uh, you can see garrett over there still very busy putting together some of his lovely signature toasties um, all of the cakes you see here all of the scones are all made in their tiny little uh, cafe kitchen over on on botanic avenue um, and these little banana breads massively popular interesting things like avocado cake which is a healthy twist on a on a dessert item and things like the beetroot brownies which are gluten-free so, you know, you're actually able to get something to cater for almost all eventualities.
0: Thank you, Bridge. That was a fantastic tour. I really enjoyed it, and the booze was amazing. I think I have a fair idea now what I want for my sandwich bread from Arun Bakery, ham from Whole Hogs, must be cooked by Bridge, of course. Nice tasty relish from Purple Pantry. And let's not forget a piece of nice Irish cheese. And tomatoes, lettuce and onions from the fruit and veg stall. Time to get back to the kitchen and get it ready.
1: The Appetite Show!
0: Before we get to prepare our sandwich, let's go back to the stall holders and ask them gets their appetite going. It's
1: the smell of fresh bread, then you can, and it's bread you can do anything with. It. I think that's the, the key to it, it's like, you walk in, you smell the bread, and you know that you can buy it and do something with it. So that's the key to the bread.
0: It depends on my mood. <laughs> if I'm hungover,
1: it'd have to be a fry-up. If it's midweek and I'm trying to be healthy, maybe it's salad or something. Yeah. She's very good at cooking salad, <laughs> you see, so I have to eat that. So I'd probably have to say salad, one of my wife's salads. Fresh filled, Fresh, good quality filled locally sourced everything here in the market as you know 95% of it is locally sourced and of the freshest and highest quality I like things that are kind of nutritious and good for you that uh, don't have preservatives that don't have added extras I like things to be kind of simple and when I'm making my granola and I'm making my cookies I try and I look at the ingredient list and I try and constantly pair it back try and increase the flavor and reduce the ingredients. If you know I mean, kind of less is more for me. So yeah, that's so I love good food.
0: My appetite. Um, I like the I like the cashew cookies. That kind of thing. That, that'd be more my, my kind of thing. And the flapjacks. That's what I enjoy. So Joanne makes all these kind of things. So we four children as well, which is our biggest fans, you know. So. They're, they're delighted Mummy makes all these, these things. So.
1: My favourite would be the turf smoked line of bacon. Now, it would be the same as the turf smoked ratchets but it's kept in the full line and we cut uh, that off it. And it's served on a bed of mash with a bit of black pudding, which I make my own black pudding as well. And that is absolutely lovely. My appetite actually isn't very difficult to get going. It has to be said. I love fresh shellfish particularly when the guys in the, the fish counter have fresh crab. I absolutely adore fresh crab. I have, can have it on its own, no problem. Uh, matched with a really nice wine, crisp, fresh wine, and some crusty bread. And that's me done and dusted.
0: I cannot wait any longer. It's time to eat. Let's take this lovely bread, slice it, we need two slices. On one slice put a bit of butter and on the other one the lovely relish we have here. Let's make this with two slices of ham. Bit of tomato, plenty of lettuce and Irish grated cheese. Voila, our sandwich is ready. Now excuse me for a moment. to find out more about the history of the market honest to goodness preach
1: not enough markets existed in dublin where you could do a proper shop the way you would if you were in a mediterranean market in in france for example so for a long time i thought there must be scope for something like this to happen in dublin And at the time, we were in business with uh, a couple who happened to have part ownership of this building here in Double Industrial Estate. And through a series of would we, could we, should we, we decided we'd go ahead and set up a market. Uh, So we started that early in 2009, the whole idea, and we opened in November 2009, which is now six years ago. Uh, We wanted a place where people could do a proper shop but which would also have a community atmosphere to it so that people could reconnect in their communities um, in spaces where it was easy to do so. What can someone expect? Okay, first of all, a smile. And many smiles. A warm welcome. Really good food where you can immediately know where the food comes from. Because for the most part, the people who produce the food are the people you will meet at the market. You will also be able to do your full week's shopping, which is really important to us. Because most people don't have time to shop in two places. So if you want them to be able to shop with you, you have to provide everything that they need. So that's what we started out at, and I think we're nearly there now and of course we also have our cafe so you can sit and relax it's brilliant for people from all ages from the newly born to the 90 year old and believe me we have both at at those ends of the scale we have had them here today
0: good meal comes with a good wine wine is also part of the market
1: Um, the wine side I suppose I I head up the food side with a great interest in wine and Colm, my brother and business partner, heads up the wine side of the business with a great interest in food. So it works really well together. So we are wine importers. We import only from Europe and only from small and medium producers who have interesting wines of a high quality. We import from France, Italy, Spain they will be the main three countries a little bit from Portugal a little bit from Austria and a little bit from Greece um, not maybe as cheap as the branded wines you see in the supermarket but far more interesting and for the most part far better for you as well because all our producers are interested in quality in using uh, good indigenous grape varieties and having an excellent product at the end of the day
0: Um, now i'm thinking waste Um,
1: we give away whatever is left that cannot be kept we give away to a local charity um, and we're delighted to be able to do that but because at the market you can buy one carrot if you think you'll only use one carrot if you think you'll only need two sprigs of rosemary you buy two sprigs of rosemary cheese you can buy as little or as much as you need Um, so for all of those things you buy to suit what you need rather than the pre-packaged size that the supermarket has ready for you to so-called conveniently available. Uh, We try and keep packaging to a minimum as well so we encourage people to have all their own uh, bags with them we only put stuff into bags if people really want them so you can take your vegetables away in a cardboard box bring the cardboard box back the next week and refill it again so we think it's 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 a good way um, of actually reducing waste overall
0: earlier on we heard breach mentioning that they are also preparing some foods themselves so What's the story there? Uh,
1: Really, we just showcase one or two things from the market. So most of the time we will cook a fresh ham, uh, which we get from from Peter and Susan and the whole hogs. And that really sells exceptionally well. Um, We would also, in the run into Christmas now, we make um, a really, really lovely pate. So chicken liver, very classic chicken liver pate recipe that... It has to be said, the list is already growing for people who I
0: think it's time for a recipe. It's a very simple
1: recipe and it just works. It's, I mean, essentially, it is uh, soften some onion and garlic in some olive oil. Uh, when that's nicely softened down, add a little bit of thyme to it, uh, as in the herb thyme. Uh, then add uh, the chicken livers. Um, we use free-range chicken livers, so there's a nice quality there as well. Um, and... To that, we we cook that thoroughly, because obviously it's not a thing you want to have um, in any way rare. Salt and pepper, a good bit, you'd actually need quite a lot of salt and pepper. Um, When it's all cooked down, you put it into a food processor, and you add quite a lot of butter. You almost have a quarter butter to chicken liver, and you need that for the richness to come through. In your food processor, you, you pour in the melted butter, And then when it's got a really nice consistency, you add some lemon rind, lemon juice, and a tiny little bit of sage. So that's done and dusted, you put it into your dish and you cover it with a layer of butter, melted butter again, so that it seals what's underneath and keeps it fresh for longer. And then we usually put some pink peppercorns on the top of that again for decoration and a few little twigs of thyme.
0: That paté sounds so simple and so delicious. I'm sure I'll be one of them on your list for the Christmas paté. Thank you for being with us. You feel like getting in touch? Send an email info at theappetite.show. Or you can tweet us at the Appetite Show. Bon appetit.